Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back. Sports to the Max. News Talk 830 WCCO. NBA draft coming up on Thursday. Let's talk to somebody that has lived this with his son. Larry Suggs is the father of Jalen Suggs. Uh, lottery pick, of course, last year. Also the former teammate of Chet Holmgren. I mean, could they be teammates again in Orlando? We don't know. But I always think, what is it like as you head towards the draft and you, you're going to find out where you live, uh, to an extent how much money you're going to get paid, all that stuff is going to happen with just the, the blink of an eye on Thursday. Uh, joining us on that John Schuster Call the Banker Hotline is Larry Suggs. Larry, thanks for joining us. How are you, my man? Hey, Mike. It's always good to be on your show. What uh, What was it like last year at this time as you approached the draft and you hear, you know, different, he might go here, he might go there, he might, might somebody might trade for him. What's that like to live that? Uh, you know, it's a great feeling, uh, Mike. I, I, I got to start with that. Uh, you know, my family, what we did was we just took it day by day. So we just said, hey, could we go to the first five or six picks? So we had everybody just look for uh, different places, what was the uh, nicest area, you could say, around each city, uh, looked at some different schools for his sisters and stuff like that. You know, we kind of took it easy, but it was a, a very exciting time. And, and so did Orlando come up often in your discussions at that time? Did you think there was a good chance he ended up there or didn't you know? Yeah, well, uh, you know, we're basketball fans, so we've always watched the draft, and we know it can change mm-hmm. in the blink of an eye if somebody else goes before you. Uh, so we were prepared, sort of, as our family, that uh, we could go anywhere. I want to say in the top ten, you know, yep. is what we were told for the whole year. And then, and then you moved down there as well, you and your wife and, and, and kids, at least part-time, right? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, hey, I'm a very good coach. I know a lot about basketball, but I'm a very good listener, too, so. Uh, a lot of people that have been in the business for a long time told me that uh, it'd be best if I moved down there with them uh, to make sure that first year uh, goes well for them. What was the first year like to live that with him? Uh, it, it was great. You know, um, we told him that we were going to give him a space and let him grow up and be a young man, and uh, that was one of the things that we had talked about as a family. So we stayed about a mile and a half away from him, but he has his own place, you know, and we have ours. And uh, just like any typical kid, he goes out, hangs out, has – some fun, you know. He'll drift around uh, the house and come in, <laughs> eat dinner and stuff like that, and take off. Hey, every once in a while, I'll do his laundry too, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody has to, man. Okay, so yeah. but but you also had an advantage in that you've run that sizzle in the in the, in the grassroots program for a long time, so you've been around a lot of basketball people, and and, and you know uh, what they're looking for, the profiles. Uh, how much did that help you? Because you already knew a lot of the basketball people that made things happen, and, and did that help a lot uh, because they saw your son as somebody that had good street sense that way because he understood uh, the, the makeup of the game? 
Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. It helped out tremendously, uh, me being involved heavily in youth basketball and uh and just youth sports in general around the metro. So as uh we began our journey, we began uh meeting more and more people that were a little higher up uh than we were in uh, uh the game of sports and and uh they kinda just uh, kinda schooled us a little bit on uh what to do and what not to do and we had great role models too, uh that were in the city. You know, you got uh Derek Rubin, Khalid Alamine, and yeah. uh, the Reed, Reed Travis's and your uh, Tyus Jones. You had so many people that came before us that we had already got to see and ask a lot of questions uh, on uh, the do's and don'ts of the NBA and stuff like that. And I think that we got uh, um, very good um, answers from everybody to be able to put Jalen in the space that he's in right now. Larry Suggs is our guest, and now it gets interesting because his high school teammate Chet Holmgren, who also went to Gonzaga, obviously didn't play at the same time, uh, is on the bo- on, on the border uh, on the clock, as they say. Uh, what are you hearing, and, and what are the chances that he ends up in Orlando? Ah, <laughs> so you know, obviously, you know, Chet. I've always told him, I said, just to be safe, you're a top five pick, so you don't have to feel that feeling of. Hey, maybe if I don't go number one, it's a disappointment. You yeah, know, wouldn't that be five, terrible, man? If, if if you didn't go number one, you felt like you're a disappointment. Yeah, I'm sorry, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so so me and Chet laughed about that one, but I said um, realistically, I said you know we'll keep it top five. But it sounds like you know he could go one or two right now. So I believe that he visited both places, and I believe both of them went well. So uh, I told him, I said it comes down to need, you know, and. uh where they see uh, you playing, uh, what position on the floor and stuff like that. So, so what advice do you give to him having lived this in terms of his interviews with teams, his workouts with teams? What, what advice were you able to give him? Uh, I told him to just be patient. I said it's a beautiful thing. Uh, me and J- uh, Jalen and Chet and some of the fellas, we started this journey many moons ago. And uh, I said just enjoy the process and the ride. It's like it's so much fun. If you just kind of just uh, just let it just kind of like hang out, uh, let it be free, and just kind of just chill a little bit. So that's what he's kind of doing. You know, he just kicked back and relaxed. And then wherever the chips fall, you know, Chet said he'd be good at it. So, and I liked his response when he told me that. When, uh, you know, his spirits are high. You know, he's smiling and stuff like that. And uh, I think it'll be a good place no matter where he goes. Do, do um, Were you in New York last year for the draft? I don't remember now. Yes, I was in New York for the draft. Okay, so what is draft night like for Chet and what, what is Jalen? I mean, do, do, do you go show up in a limo and somebody just brings you everywhere you need to go? What, what, what happens? <laughs> uh, that sounds like in a movie for a little <laughs> bit, you know. But, uh, no, it's, uh, it's a really uh, chaotic day, almost like a wedding day, you know. It's like the guys get up in the morning uh, and they got to be at places, you know, around the clock on the hour, you know. And, um it comes fast when it's time to hit that bus. And that's when you know it's real. You know you're going to get drafted. When all the guys load in on that bus, oh boy. that bus takes that little turn away from the uh, hotel. You have all the camera people outside, everybody for autographs and stuff like that. And I think for that moment, for a lot of the fellas, that's when it became real. And even for the parents, because the parents all ride the uh, parent bus. I see. So, oh, I see. They got two buses that go over there. Huh? They, they, they choreograph that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, now, what'd you do for duds? Did you did you go get a tailored suit somewhere? What'd you do <laughs> for Jalen? Well, I mean, everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. For Jalen, he went and got his uh, his custom suits made, so he looked real sharp. And uh, a lot of people that know me, they're worried worried if I was going to wear a suit or not. But no, I, I wore a suit <laughs> that night, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now. 
when 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 Jalen and Chet came onto the scene, it, it's been a few years for people that really follow basketball. But when was it? Uh, at what what uh, were they eighth grade, ninth grade? What were people started to say? Hey, these these guys got a chance playing the NBA. When, when did you first start hearing that talk? Uh, for Jalen, it was about when he was in fourth grade. We left John Lucas camp. John Lucas told me that my son was pretty special, and uh, I should get him the education and make sure the basketball stays uh, solid. Really? And yeah, yeah. So that was Jalen for fourth grade. Uh, Tyrell Terry, same thing, fourth, fifth grade. And for uh, Chet, his came a little bit later when everybody saw him in ninth grade. We were playing Mac Irvin Fire. He goes up, gets a tip dunk comes down, probably had about 14 blocks that game. We ended up losing a tough one in overtime, but we were all younger players then. And uh, I had a couple people come up to me in NYTLA tournament and said, hey, we think that Holmgren uh, has a chance to get special. Yeah, he's so skinny that you don't think he can do what, what he can do. Can you explain that to people? I mean, is he physical enough? Because you look at him and you say, kid, you got to eat and put 50 pounds of muscle on, but, but, but he, he doesn't get pushed around that much. Well, I tell you, you know, most people say, you know, if you're born and raised in a uh, city that you're going to be uh, a little hood tough. So, he, I mean, he's inner city tough, you know. He's been around me and the kids for all these years, and he only knows one way how to play, and that's hard. And uh, the one thing I could tell you was I had a special game for him in ninth grade. Uh, he has kind of the flu, and I walked into the hotel room, and I said, Chet, can you play? I could tell you was I had a special game for him in ninth grade. Uh, he has kind of the flu, and I walked into the hotel room, and I said, Chet, can you play? And he said, ah, you know, I got a fever. I don't know, uh, Coach. I said, well, put it this way, Chet. I said, you know, they always talk about Michael Jordan's flu game. Yeah. And I said, maybe this could just have to be your flu game on yeah. this one. But I said, if you can do it, I said, let me know. If you can't, it's okay. That day, Mike, that's when I knew that he had the internal toughness to be great. He showed because up. He mustered up enough energy, showed up, played the game. Now, everybody in the country might say, ah, you didn't think Holmgren played that great. But when I told him, I said, yeah, but he just had a fever the night before, and he still got up and mustered the energy to come out here and play. So I knew that he had enough in him to uh, be special. Now, are he and Jalen close? Did they run around the whole time? when they Are they two different sides of the city? How does that work? No, they're always together all the time. So if he made it down to Orlando, it would be a perfect fit. Those guys play so well together. So, I mean, Chet's always welcome to my house. He can go right in the house and, you know, just open the refrigerator, make a sandwich. In the Careful house. now. Get <laughs> <all the> so. <laughs> a boy like that could eat a lot if he wants. Oh, no, no, no. Even though he's tall and skinny, Chet does eat a lot. Trust me. I told the people a lot that uh, when I go places, I always got to give him, like, two burger meals or something like that. He just eats around the clock. Wow. You know, oh boy, don't we wish we could do that. Now, now, how much does Sizzle help these two playing on that circuit and playing the best of the best throughout? And, 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 and not just playing it, but you guys played it with a swagger and a confidence that said, we're, we're from Minnesota, uh, get out of our way. Well, what we did was I told the kids is when you play in state, you rep your area. So St. Paul or, it's, you know, Park Center or whatever it may be. Yeah, so where the neighborhood you grew up in, right? Yes, you rep your neighborhood. Once you get that done and you uh, leave the state, now you represent Minnesota. You know, now you play very good out of out of state. Now you rep- represent the Midwest. And then after that, you know what I'm saying, like when Jalen and Chet played on the USA team, then you represent the uh, good old USA. So those guys have been able to hit those milestones each time that we had uh, leveled up and went out of town and uh, played in different events. So 
that's one thing, uh, like I said, uh, the guys have always been able to handle the pressure because they've been in the pressure cooker since they've been little kids. And Brian Sandifer's tournaments, which were our playground, uh, gave us the ability to play four grades up all the time. So we were always playing older competitions. Uh-huh. So going out of town was easy. Wow, yeah, because there's a method to that. I, I, I watch it closely over the summer, and, and, and the first thing is all the kids that sign up at Sizzle get to find a team to play on, and that that's great because it takes the yeah. pressure off so many of them. That's a wonderful thing off the top. Last question, NIL and this money now for uh, name, image, likeness that you see in, in the college sports. A, w- w- would Jalen have maybe stayed if, if there had been a ton of money sitting there in college for another year? And B, do you think this is good for the college game? Or how do you see it? Uh, I would say that if it was there and it was an equal opportunity where he had to go to the NBA or stay, uh, he probably would have just went to college again and then went back out. Yep. I do, And I do think NIL is good for everyone. I believe that we still need to uh, write the handbook on it more. Uh, it's kind of like the wild, wild west. Sure is. Everyone has a lot of, yeah, we have a lot of questions as parents. And sometimes it takes a little longer for you to get the answers for it. But and eventually, I think they'll all uh, get it down, and then it'll it'll, it'll, be, it'll benefit everyone. Larry, I always appreciate you, sir. Thank you so much for giving us some time. I hope I see you up here again this summer soon. No doubt, Mike. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. <laughs> okay, I thought I might. Right, thank yeah, you, yeah. buddy. No doubt. See y'all. You bet. Larry sucks. His son Jalen. Uh, they lived through that. He coached him the whole way. It's all. It's all just good stuff. And uh, I, it, what would happen? I mean, if he and Chad ended up in the same team. I, I'm told that 30 for 30 has already called out to say, hey, we're interested in that documentary if they end up on the same NBA team, back-to-back lottery picks from the same high school. I'm just saying. More on the NIL. Uh, it's some, some of the numbers that I've heard are just staggering that college kids are getting right now. Uh, I, I mean, staggering. I'll share some of that with you when we come back. Welcome back, Sports to the Max, News Talk 830 WCCO on a hot, humid night in downtown Minneapolis and beyond. Um, here's one more text I didn't get. Remember I was talking before about some of the stuff I've seen in downtown Minneapolis? Um, here's, here's a text I got. I work in Uptown. Man came in yesterday, no pants on. Another guy found a used crack pipe uh, at the bus stop and came in through the black case in our garbage. Uh, and probably displayed for us the used crack pipe. Okay, so uh, I'm not the only one that's seen some of this stuff. And I'm not trying to be an alarmist. I'm not trying to say that uh, the sky is falling. Uh, it's just different. And that's why we need things like conventions to come in here and take over the foot traffic. And, and, and God help that, uh, that, that everything is good in their world when they do that. We were talking about the NIL money. And some of the stuff that I have heard about this now that teams have figured out how to use it is just it is it is breathtaking what they're doing. This is becoming a recruiting tool, first of all. So when the kids ask about NIL, they have these uh, now they've got people in charge of it where they go here. We put you into a uh, a pool. We enter you into a portal and, and, and it explains what your interests are, what you like, things like that. And, and then the, and then any corporation that clicks on it can can find maybe there's a place where, where those intersect with what they do. Now you know what's going to happen. This is going to become who can who can come up with that best portal, that best recruiting tool, the flashiest one where you put it in there and, and companies are calling for your services and all these things. And this person I talked to, they said, yeah, we started, you know, $300 minimum if you want anybody to do anything for you and up. 
Uh, but you're going to have to do that. And pretty soon, the good student-athletes are going to own the university athletic department. And, and, and where it's going to get real touchy is, is if there's a corporation that says, you know, we gave a bunch of money last year to your program uh, because, you know, you wanted to build a practice facility. But, you know, what? we're going to give it now. We're going to spread it out and give it to some players. And the university is going to say, well, but, but we need to build, the, you know, we need a new backboard for that. No, no, we, we, don't, get, we don't get the bank for the buck out of that. We, we want players on billboards. We think that will sell for us. I don't think that will happen here in Minnesota because I don't think that, you know, you're better off getting a Viking or a Timberwolf or a player from the Wild or the Twins in general than, than you would be a Gopher in general. With the, with the exception of maybe, you know, Gabe Stevenson's is, is, a, is a, um, a bit of an anomaly right now. Uh, but this thing is there's a kid that that was at a smaller uh, division one school and uh, I'm not going to say his name or the school, but I was told from a college coach that uh, they, they they poached him away another school did for three hundred thousand dollars. They paid three hundred grand for a small division one player to go to a bigger conference, bigger school because they believe he's a difference maker. Another kid that I heard about had five schools bidding on him local kid that went on to play for another school then put himself in the transfer portal. And the the last numbers that I heard were around $25,000 a month and uh, in a couple cases throw in the Mercedes or the car. All legit, all above board, all playing by the rules. And, and so he had to choose between five different schools and, you know, depending if it was all about money, but how much per month and what kind of ride he could get out of it. I, I don't. I, I can't explain it. It just doesn't feel right, and yet you understand that this kid's making all this money for this school. He deserves a piece of the action, right? Not just the coach or the coaches. But man, that doesn't feel right. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Maybe we just all got to get used to it and grow up. When we come back, you know, Twins and Cleveland Indians. This is a series, right? Down a game. Cleveland is coming in. Let's visit with somebody that's played in the big leagues that really understands it. Media talking to media, that doesn't get it done. You talk to people that have actually been there, done that. Corey Kosky joins us next on Sports to the Max. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.